Hi, guys, and welcome to the Confessions of a Millennial podcast. My name's Julia. And I'm Fatima. And we're your podcast for all things millennial, confessional or not. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Millennial podcast. Today, we are talking all things nostalgia and especially about moving. Yes. I feel like there's so much nostalgia tied into that. Yeah, so much going on, so much, you know, change in our lives for the better, which is great. But sometimes you get so wrapped up in and moving forward that you forget about what you're sort of leaving behind and it can get a little emotional. So yeah, it definitely can. Yeah. Let's kick things off. So we're both moving or have moved. So <laughs> it to my, to my point, it does yeah. get a little emotional. Um, was there any moment in your packing process or in your moving process where it kind of hit home that you're no longer going to be living with your family after your whole life of living with your family. Did you get emotional? Um, Are those, you know, kind of sentimental thing moments that kind of hit you when you were saying goodbye to your parents and your siblings? I mean, it definitely did. I think that part honestly didn't hit me until I started living alone. Right. Then it was just like, I came home and it was so quiet or like I ate dinner alone. So now I have to like turn on the TV so I don't feel like I'm going to burst into tears sometimes. Right. But like though, that's when I really felt that portion of it. I think what I was more emotional about was leaving my room. Really? Okay. How, how so? It was just, I don't know. It was like my safe place. And, you know, at the time in my parents' house, like that was my space. Like I could close the door. People wouldn't come in. Like it was really my like private kind of space. Yeah. And it was so sad taking, you know, pictures down and packing things away for like storage or what to bring or even just getting rid of stuff. Like I just found myself crying all the time. Right. And honestly, I think I cried for like six weeks, like at least once a day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely emotional. It's a big change, right? Yeah. And even like earlier this week, I went to my parents' house for dinner one night and I went into my room just to go get something that like I had left behind and I sort of looked and it was so empty and I just started crying because I was like, this isn't my space anymore. Right. Also, because my brother, who has a tiny room, was like, you're leaving. I'm taking the big one. So, like, (laughs) he's about to paint over the walls and take over. So, I don't know. It just, it really hit me. I was like, this was my home and now it's not. Right. Yeah. I I can definitely understand that. But, you know, the good thing is that they are close by. and That's very true. And it just means that, you know, bigger and better things now you're, you know, adulting as people oh say God, it's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> do I get an is there an escape button for this yeah like, ser- seriously but yeah for the most part you're still in the same area so you're pretty close yeah. by to everything so not a big change in sort of geographic location right? yes that is true that is true but how do you feel because you're going from a condo to a home now and you're changing areas. You've never lived in the area you're going to. Yeah. So, um, we are in a condo and for anyone who doesn't know, we are in the downtown core, which has been nice, um, for the most part, except for the fact that (laughs) things were shut down for so long. 
So yes, uh, definitely going to, I feel like there's a lot of things that I'll miss about being in a condo and just our location, the convenience mm-hmm. of being able to just walk outside and, you know, you can find a nice patio or everything is within walking distance. And so it's yeah. very convenient and everything's downtown. That part definitely I'm going to miss. Um, but at the same time, I'm also kind of kind of going to not miss it because sometimes I feel like I just turn to going to restaurants a little too easily now that things are open. And even before that, we were kind of doing that. Um, And being downtown all the time, I wasn't really driving anywhere else, or I wasn't really going to other areas of the city because everything is essentially here or just like Mm -hmm. close enough. Um, So it'll be nice in that sense, just to be able to drive and go see people and just explore different areas of Toronto. And also, um, let's be honest, your longest trip was to like Costco. Yeah, it? exactly. My <laughs> longest trip living downtown was like 15 minutes. So yeah. a 15 minute drive. Um, anything longer than that was too much. Apparently, when you're a down- <laughs> when you're a downtown uh, person, it's anything longer than 15 minutes. You're like, no, I'm good. I'm not coming. You're like, <laughs> you're like never mind. There's like 18 patios closer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so definitely going to miss that, um, but also not going to miss it. And I will miss living in a condo for many reasons. It is so much more convenient, um, less cleaning because it is a small space. Um, you know, I within three steps, I can be at my front door in my bedroom. And now it's going to be, you know, um, a five-minute walk to the, yeah, <laughs> taking stairs and a five-minute walk to, you know, the bathroom, for example. Um, oh, you're going to be so fit. It sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that it will be a little emotional, um, especially because it is our first home that we are leaving. And, uh, you know, we work pretty hard to be able to f- afford a home and, and anyone who lives in Toronto knows how expensive it has been. It still is. And it probably will probably be. To. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a point where there's more renters and owners probably. I feel like we're there. Yeah. If we're not already there because it's yeah. just so ridiculously expensive. Um, so yeah, it is uh, going to be a bit emotional. It hasn't really hit me yet, to be honest. I think it, for me, it kind of happens sort of in the moment when it's almost like final, I guess, yeah. or just right after because I got pretty imagine, like being in your house and like just talking to someone and being like, Oh yeah, our condo. And then being like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like when I was moving out of my mom's place, I definitely got emotional. Like as we packed up the last of my boxes, um, at the time my fiance now husband was helping me um, yeah, I definitely started crying and I hugged my mom and she got emotional too. And it's, it's definitely a hard shift because you've been living with your family forever. And then all of a sudden you're not you're seeing sweet. them every day. <laughs> yeah. You're, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that that's what will happen to when we move out of the condo. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting having the downtown life. I'm glad I got to experience it for a little bit, even during the pandemic. Um, It was Mm -hmm. nice to be able to experience it. But I think 
I'm a little too old for downtown living. Yeah. But also, I feel like you guys took advantage because I would be, like, sitting at home on a Friday trying to figure out what to cook. And you guys are, like, out at these great restaurants. And I'm, like, oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Just have fun on King West. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah, that act, that part is true. We did definitely get to experience some really great restaurants. I, I actually know people who went out a lot more often than we did. I feel like maybe a little too often. But yes, in that sense, it was really nice to kind of experience that downtown life is on a Friday and Saturday night, just walking outside and going to a patio and in a fun atmosphere and enjoying delicious food and stuff like that was, was really nice. Uh, and also if you had a couple drinks or a couple dozen, <laughs> it was a five minute walk home. It was a five minute walk home, which was great. Yeah. We could walk home, you could Uber and it would be like three minutes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that part was really definitely nice. Um, and it's, I'm very grateful to have experienced that but now it's time to, you know, move on to something else. And that means uh, cooking at home more often and, you know, spending more time at home. Yeah. Um, Can I ask you a, uh, a real nostalgia question that yeah. I hate so hard? Yeah. How tough is it going to be leaving our favorite nail salon? I know. I was actually oh thinking that my myself. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? I actually just got my nails done as a, like a little treat to myself because they were available when things first opened. And I wanted to go fix it up again. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be leaving in a few days. When am I going to go back? Where like, should I go? Yeah, I was like, should, should I do I have to find a nail salon? Should like, should I make my way, to, like, make an effort to come down <laughs> here once a month and get my nails done? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to miss that. The this nail salon is absolutely amazing. So maybe like once a month we'll do like a girls' uh, day and go get oh, lunch so and get our nails done. Down, I'm down. Yeah. But uh, yes, the Snail Salon Organic Nail Bar, all downtown, fair, really well priced. And honestly, they do an amazing mani-pedi. Yeah. Whatever combo you want, it's very affordable. And I have to say, it's it, I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. I remember the first time you took me there, I was like, they did such a good job. It was so cheap. And it lasted for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think I just good. got shellac. Yeah. They do a really good job. It lasts forever. Yeah. It's well worth it. I actually, yeah, I wanna, I wanna fix up my nails. So already, <laughs> yeah, I my nails grow really fast, and which is why I don't yeah. do them too often. So um, once in a while, but yeah, so the convenience of stuff will definitely miss that for sure. Um, but lots of lots of memories made. I'm gonna take a whole bunch of photos. That's a good idea. That's something I I kind of, I think I took more mental pictures than I did physical ones, but like they feel like they're burned into my memory forever. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take a few photos um, of the space and maybe like frame them or just at least have those photos to Mm. look back on and uh, you know, create those memories. But right now it's a bit uh, chaotic with just stuff everywhere. So are you guys, well, I mean, you're like down to the wire in down terms of moving. So is everything packed? Uh, we are 90% packed. Yes. 90% there. There is still a few things to pack. Um, and also stuff to get rid of because as 
I'm packing, I'm also getting rid of stuff that we haven't used in, yeah. in a while. So, cause it's just, a, it's a good, moving is also a good opportunity to just sift through the stuff that you've collected over the years. And if you see that there's stuff you don't need or you haven't used in so long, why pack it? You're already packing a million and one things to take with you. Yeah. You don't really need to go through the hassle of bringing that with you too. So there are definitely things that we are getting rid of, which I'm very happy about. As you guys know, I've talked about this before. I try and live a minimalist lifestyle. It is difficult, but I try and keep like the minimum stuff that I need. Um, but yeah, it is slowly starting to fill up in boxes. And this weekend, this place will be completely empty. It's crazy. Yeah. But right. you, on the other hand, have done an amazing job. It's like you've been living <laughs> at your place for 10 years. You know what? Everyone says that, but it's just because I can't, I can't live in chaos. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing too is, and you guys will probably experience this, is like when you're moving into a home, yep. you could pick like your spare bedroom and shove all the boxes and slowly unpack and, and not feel claustrophobic True. or like there's no control right. or whatever. But like for me, and I'm not a control freak, but like for me, I was like, this is my living space. Like yeah. I want to sit down and yeah. like chill on my couch. So I'm like, I can't do that if there's boxes I haven't unpacked. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. That's the difference with condos and houses because when we first moved, we, like yourself, we had a good chunk of stuff that we had bought as sales were happening. Not gigantic furniture pieces, but kitchen right. stuff, bathroom stuff, and so on. And so when we were moving it, we were the same as you. Everything, just like the 10, 15 boxes we had, for example, just took up all the space. Yeah. And so within a couple of days, I had unpacked everything. Because like yourself, where, where are you going to live otherwise? If Right? Because yeah. it's just taking up everything. Um, which was very easy because it wasn't such a huge space. So we were able to unpack things pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But the great thing about the house will be it's it's not going to be as much of a rush. Um, yeah. I still am like yourself. I do like things in a certain place. So living in a kind of chaotic lifestyle as we have been recently has been a little challenging. Um, mm -hmm. But it with the bigger space, it's a little bit easier because you can take your time a little bit and not have to do everything in one or two days. But yeah. And plus the other thing too is like, because you're moving from a smaller condo to an actual full size home, yeah. you know, some of your furniture, you're probably not going to take or you've already sold or whatever. Yeah. So you're not even bringing that much like big stuff, but yeah. you'll be surprised how many boxes you have. Once. Yeah. So right now <laughs> it's actually jam packed our space. I believe it. But once we move <laughs> into the house, it's going to seem really empty. And we, we did 100%. get rid of, yeah, we did get rid of a few things. Like we sold off a few pieces, but we're definitely taking a lot of our furniture pieces as well because we do have a basement, which I'm very grateful for. So we're going to put those pieces in the basement yeah. and then buy new stuff as we kind of go along. But yes, we definitely did get rid of a few furniture pieces. Um, so I'm looking forward to actually like, moving in and being like, Oh my gosh, wow. Look at all the space we have. I don't have to do everything in one day. <laughs> exactly. That's going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. So right now, if we're how the boxes have been set up, we have been stacking them in the middle of the room. So 
you yes. can't go from one side to the other. You have to go around. It's like a maze. You have yeah. to go around the boxes to get to the other side of the room. Dude, I've been there. And I remember in my room at my parents' house when I had boxes that were touching the ceiling. Like yeah. They were literally like two inches from the ceiling. And I was trying to go around them to get into one of the storage containers. I had to find something. And I had to move some boxes out into the hall because it was just so crazy. Right. And my brother was like, put these in your room. And I'm like, I, there's no space. He's like, go up. And I was like, they're at the ceiling. <laughs> like, there's no more up. Yeah, you can't put anything else up if you wanted to. Yeah. I was like, it's tough. So like, I totally understand. Remember, it's just a few more days. Exactly. And then it's all going into a truck and going into your new home. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, actually, sometimes it's really funny. I think about it. I'm like, oh, if I knew how much work this was, I don't know if I would have bought something. <laughs> <laughs> because of the amount of packing that's required and we did pack about half of our stuff just for the staging process of the condo right. but um there's still a lot to pack I thought oh yeah we're like 50 percent there so you know it's manageable but I have to say this week has been very exhausting just packing and packing and there's still more packing left um so I'm kind of just dead and I'm looking forward to tomorrow because at least I will not have to worry about work after tomorrow for you know a few <laughs> days which will be nice because you know yeah. it's like you're working eight hours and you just went through this you're working eight yeah. hours then you're coming home and packing yeah and packing and cleaning and unpacking yep. and 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 it doesn't it doesn't stop you can't just do it in a couple of hours and call it a day right yeah I mean, if you really want, because you're working from home, you can like do work what? for three hours and then work on the house. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, definitely going to miss this. Um, but I'm really glad for the memories that we had uh, when I was in university. I always wished that I had lived off of campus and had lived downtown at some point and enjoyed yeah. it. So you got to have it. And I got to have it. I mean, definitely much later. I feel like I didn't take advantage as much as I would have in my early 20s. And that's true. In, in my like 18, 19 phase. But I still got to experience it. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, I have to say living downtown is very convenient. It is very convenient. However... It can get very expensive. Okay? I was just going to say, I'm like, convenient is also the problem. It, because convenient is this restaurant where meals are only like $50 yeah. in a two-minute walk. <laughs> it can get very, very expensive. And in the beginning, I have to say, it wasn't as bad. We were definitely eating at home more. Also, we're as first-time home buyers you're more inclined to eat because you have filled up your fridge with all those groceries. Yes. And then you're thinking, well, I'm spending money to go eat when I just filled up my fridge with groceries. Like what's wrong with me? That was sort of the mentality that I had. So for the longest time we were eating at home, which is great, healthy, yes. you're saving money. But then you slowly start getting out of that phase. <laughs> and then you turn to going to restaurants more because they're open now and they're convenient. Yeah. And you get to try all these amazing foods. And I mean, there's many parts of Toronto that has delicious, um, you know, a arrangement of different types of foods. And downtown was one of them. So you're like, oh, I want to try this amazing restaurant I've heard good things about or this one. And then it starts to add up. And yeah. that's not good. <laughs> So. No, that's true. Because I feel like I'm still in that phase that you just described. Yeah. Where I'm like, 
I have all this food in my fridge and especially cause I live alone. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm the only one eating this food. Like yeah. at least your husband lives with you and True. he can contribute. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm the only one eating this food. So like when my mom's like, why don't you come over for dinner? And I was like, why don't you come over for dinner? So I can get rid of this, some of this food. It's true because if you don't eat it and it goes bad, then yeah. it goes in the garbage. You can, yeah. You can only rely on yourself to eat it. Yeah. We actually just ordered pizza. <laughs> I know. From this place I've been dying to try. Oh my gosh. Keep so, ordering. Yeah, it is the most amazing pizza. Ugh. It's called Maker Pizza, which I'm sure some people have heard of it. It is absolutely delicious. It is amazing. My my number one uh, pizza there is the So Mushroom Pizza. With the truffle? With the truffle. They Ugh. use like three different types of mushrooms and, and so on. It's amazing. But I have to say, it is a very expensive pizza. It's like 50 bucks for a pizza. It's like or 40 bucks for, for a pizza. One? It's a very, it's a large pizza, but it's like 40 bucks for a pizza. <laughs> wow. I didn't yeah. even realize. But it is, it's amazing. It's the large one. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, once in a while. Um, but we're really, really indulging the last few weeks because we are leaving and I don't see us, I don't see us eating out as often as we have been lately. Um, well, also you'll be in a different area where you don't really know a ton of the restaurants right now. So you'll have to kind of get familiar and things aren't going to be a five minute walk. They're going to be a 15 or 20 minute drive. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why we've been trying to just indulge a little bit and enjoy the downtown living just for a few more weeks, which is really just a few more days at this point, because we know we're not going to be able to have the convenience of doing this. We're not going to be able to just go, oh, yeah, let's go to the patio today. No big deal. It is going to be a 15 or 20 minute drive at least at now. Least. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we've kind of been treating ourselves and, and it is really exhausting. I mean, Jules, you know, it's working, packing, cleaning and and you know running around for your new house it can be very exhausting sometimes and you just don't have the energy to you know make food I got really lazy and I just like threw together a few pieces of fruit today and some hummus and that was my lunch like I didn't even (laughs) have energy to make proper a proper meal right now because it's it is very exhausting yeah but no it's true but that's kind of the part of the nostalgia part right you're just kind of living those last few downtown moments. Exactly. Definitely, definitely enjoying those last few downtown moments. Um, But yeah, I'm going to, I think overall I'll definitely miss it, but I think it is for the best. Uh, And now somebody else can start a, start a little home here for themselves. That's right. What about you? How are you feeling, enjoying your you know, being a first-time homebuyer and enjoying your home. You've been there for a few months now. Yeah, it's been it's been about a month and a half, and I am really enjoying it. I do think, and I mentioned this earlier, like dinners get really lonely because I'm used to, yeah. you know, a noisy household and people, but I really enjoy in the evenings that I'm alone. That really? I'm like, I can lay on the couch and watch TV and nobody's like, why aren't you whatever? Or like, if I want to go for a really long walk, my mom's not calling me and asking me if I've been taken like the movie. <laughs> Kid you not, you know, Anna. Oh God. Oh, Anna. <laughs> oh, Anna. 
Yeah. And like, you know, or if I want to do laundry at 10 o'clock, I'm not like waking up other people because, you know, it's not the quietest thing. Yeah. So I do enjoy that because it's sort of everything at my convenience. I don't have to be um, cautious of anybody else. Yeah. Sounds really selfish, but after someone who's like always lived with at least three people or more, yeah, um, I think I deserve a couple months of selfish. Yeah, then, exactly. Yeah, and then my boyfriend's gonna move in in the fall, and I mean, we all know he's the one. Yeah. So, like, I'm never gonna live alone again. So I'm yeah. really trying to enjoy those moments and kind of have the nostalgia and like. Today, for example, when I came home, it was like so rainy and gross. And I was just like, I'm going to make soup. And the house felt so quiet. And I was like, and I'm going to listen to New Orleans jazz. And then that came on. And then I was like, and I'm going to have a drink. And I started like cooking for like lunch tomorrow. And it just kind of became a thing. And it felt like, okay, this is like a home, not just a house. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you in terms of the not liking the how quiet things can be. I'm also the same when my husband's not home, if he's traveling for work or he's just away for a few days or whatever it is, like he always has stuff going on. It feels weird how quiet it is sometimes. Yeah. And for me, I, I personally don't like that either. Um, so I always like have the TV on in the background or I'll have Mm -hmm. a podcast going on in the background as I'm like making food or cleaning or whatever it may be. Um, because it just, it feels a little eerie and I feel lonely when it's so quiet. But, uh, I mean, you've always, for the most part, had a pet for most of your life, but once we got Barca, it definitely helped because I know that there's somebody else in the house too. So yeah. it definitely helps a little bit, but I'll sometimes I'll still have, you know, just something going on in the background just for, yeah. so it's not too, too quiet. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. And because right now I don't have a pet too, I think that is also hitting me, but we are going to get a dog. So I think once we do, it'll feel a little more like, yeah. Okay, people live here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so with that being said, are you missing the fact that you're not seeing Max all the time? I am. I mean, I saw him yesterday and Aww. he was so happy to see me. Oh my gosh, he must have been jumping all over you. Yeah, and today's actually his birthday. Aww. So my mom was like, Max, where's Julia? Where's Julia? And he was like looking around and he was like trying to find me and he started whining. And I was like, oh, Max, I miss you. Oh, <laughs> my little baby. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be tough when I get another dog because like all of Max's life, I've told him that like he's the pet version of my soulmate and love of my life. Yeah. So I think he's going to be really upset when I get a dog. Yeah. He's going to be like, who the F is this? Yeah. <laughs> you told me. You told me. We made promises to each other. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be one of the things too. I mean, obviously, because you were living by yourself, but also not yeah. having a pet around because you're used to having a pet just kind of walking in and hanging out and doing his yeah. thing and leaving and all that, right? It's weird. And it's funny. I caught myself so many times, especially the first couple of weeks, like, like before I closed the door to the bedroom, like checking to make sure like he's in or he's out. And then I was like, wait, he's not here. Yeah. Like, yeah. It really psychs you out because you don't realize these like, um, like m- muscle memory stuff yeah. that you start to do. 
And then you're just like, oh, right. The pet is not mine. Right. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I, I'm the same. I've now built some muscle memory with Barca as well, thinking about certain things like making sure the bathroom door is open so he can yeah. use the bathroom and stuff like that. And so for the little bit where people were coming to see the condo and I was uh, staying at my mom's, um, it was the same. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to leave the door open. And then I'm like, oh, wait, Barca's not here. I don't have to leave the door open. Yeah. Little things like that. So you're yeah. going to have to rebuild that muscle memory when you get your new puppy. I know, I know. And I'm sure I will because, I I mean, puppies, especially for anyone who doesn't know or, you know, has had one and can relate, they're very, and it's not their fault, they're just very, like, whiny when they're little because right. they don't really know how else to communicate and, like, this is a new home for them, you're a new person. So, yeah. you know, you both need to get used to each other. Right. And I remember Max, when we first got him and he, like, the first night – he was alone. He was in his cage whining. And my mom was like, Oh, we just have to let him cry it out. Like it's like a baby. And I was like, but I don't think it is because even though dogs get taken away from their mom when they're young, he had siblings. Mm -hmm. So he was always like around his siblings and that probably gave him comfort. Right. And like, when I think about it too, about other dogs, I'm like, that makes sense. And I noticed like when I went downstairs, I left Max in his crate because we needed to crate train him. Right. But I just laid down next to him and he stopped and went to sleep. Yeah. I, I do feel like when you take a pet away at such a young age, they definitely like they're scared. They don't know yeah. you. They want to be comforted. You know, they're like feeling lonely. They're like, I want my mama and like, you're their mama now. So yeah. that's how I felt about Barca too. He, like when we got him, he was like the size so of my hand. And so yeah. he was also like really scared. He wanted to be with us in the room because he, it was new for him. He didn't, he just wanted to be comforted and stuff. And I, I feel like that's all like little baby pets when you get them. And I feel like that's people too with nostalgia. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoyed this very comforting episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining and stay tuned for the next confession. Bye guys. Bye.